And hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. I've not got a microphone today because I am in my mum and dad's house in, in the attic, in, in a bedroom for Gulliver when he's small. <laughs> That'd be fine. You're in a bedroom, but also you see you your movement so far, because we just got on and because of our sound problems last week. I made Gemma start recording immediately because we used to have a little bit of a chat. Um, because I wanted to test the recording, but she's a know-it-all and says it's fine. But your movements since we started have been slightly teenage. Are you sitting cross-legged? <laughs> Sound of bed. With the with your with your puffer on on your I'm lap. The jacket on because I'm cold. Yeah. <laughs> do you, like, do you find that you slightly yeah. revert to being back like a teenager when you're with? I do, even with my mum. Mm. to the extent that during the summer she was she was pushing my buttons so badly that I had to leave the room during lunch and she's like don't flounce off <laughs> and whereas when you're a teenager it is flouncing when you're 38 it's like I have to leave before I say things in front of my children and to my mother who I adore that I just shouldn't say so although, yes, it was flouncing 20 years ago, now it's for, for the good of the family that I'm just yeah. vacating the room. Removing yourself from the situation. Yeah, but even at my most, <clears throat> when I was really anxious last year, when there was all this like, now you can see your family, no, you can't. Mm. No, you can't, no, you can't. Mm. Every time I went to my mum's in Hampshire, <laughs> I'd lie on the grass in her garden and fall asleep. It's like... I'm really hoping that moving to Hampshire is going to sort my anxiety out a bit, but she'd always be like, you're asleep again. Like possibly it's like having a really massive teenager, really annoying. There's like nodding off on your lawn. It goes back to that thing, doesn't it? That we, we, as in like humans, adults. Yeah. Don't really have anyone to look after us when we get to a certain age, do we? So yeah, and both of nice us to revert into that safety feeling of familiarity and safety, isn't it? But also, um, but yeah, and and there's no one, and we we both get on with our mums. Obviously, there's lots of people who don't have a good relationship or don't have their mum around anymore but both of us get on with our mums so I think it is that thing of like if you have a good relationship with whatever parent you've got you yeah. do a part of you does need to go okay and you're gonna you're gonna cook me food and I'm gonna I could quite happily fall asleep on this bed yeah and know that like the kids this. were downstairs being looked after and it would just all be like I remember because my emitophobia my sick phobia goes in waves dependent on my anxiety but I remember once I was sick at my mum's and nobody else was it was just something but I was ill and the thought of that we were staying at her house and so you know I was in bed I, as you say like my kids and my husband were downstairs being looked after didn't have to do anything so I was my just husband, like out of it my kids and husband were being looked after yeah it's like 24 hours of because you know Joe's great when I'm ill but he will come in and be like, do you want, do you want some fish fingers? It's like, no, I don't eat fish fingers and I've just been sick. 
why are you ask it's very nice you're very nice go away whereas i didn't see him for two days um and it was i had we had to go back to london and i just burst into tears and my mum had to come back with us she was like i don't i don't know what you want me to do darling and i was like i just can't go back she's like well but shall i come back as well and i was like yeah so she just had to come and stay with me for two days massive princess but like it was just really bad I was just like I can't I can't deal with it you know so sometimes sometimes you need sometimes you need looking after yeah um I have something that I'd like to talk about today okay um I fear I might will will it be as interesting as it was last week when nobody could hear us (laughs) I like to I like to pretend Gemma that last week we scaled intellectual heights and delivered the best episode of our lives that no one will ever hear. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> okay, what are we going to talk about? Are you going to rant? Shall I switch my microphone off? No, no, switch my microphone off. But, but I, I've not spoken to Chippy about this. I've purposefully not spoken to Chippy about this because we all know that she's opinionated. And I would <laughs> like to know her immediate gut reaction. Right, oh, so I posted a joke okay and i think most people understood that it was a joke you can't post jokes on the tinter web and the joke was the joke was don't forget ladies and gentlemen that your fire and smoke alarms also double up as a santa cam yeah direct feed you see this yeah funny what's wrong with that well i've had to archive it right i never delete anything off the internet i have all the receipts i just archive it yeah um that's the hard way mm-hmm. um anyway um i got like so people were like i i don't parent with fear oh, father christmas well comes to my house irrespective of whether my child has been naughty or not right so this is my thing right i didn't say anything fair enough i respect everybody's parenting choices that's up to them it's up to if only parents. they would do you the courtesy to respect yours Yes. However, this is my thing that I'm in my head, like, because, you know, you said you might have said it last week. No, the week before that I'm quite measured. I don't go off. I will like check. No, I go off. Yeah, I'll be like, is this okay? I feel like this. However, I'm and this is what I want to check with both you and the laundrettes. Right. So I understand that, you know, for some children who might be anxious, the idea that Father Christmas is watching them 24 hours a day them a little bit freaked out i get it but no one knows their child better than the parent one would hope so you're not saying this is what you must all do no it was a joke but my thing is this right at some point children do need to know right from wrong yeah and i think it's all very nice and lovely saying father christmas comes to our house irrespective of whether the children have been naughty or not but all also, children are you are... raising little fucking brats this is this is the thing all children are naughty at times right and as we get older we have to deal with the consequences of bad choices and bad actions whether that's not paying a bill burgling a house but also if you're not nice to people they're not your parents they won't want to hang out with you punching people I'm, in the face I'm you know, not you could end up in prison as a result of bad choices 
I always so I always maintain <laughs> that that one of your key I mean obviously the, the the most vital thing job as a parent is to keep your heart child loved and safe mm. but also your I mean right up there as one of your main jobs as a parent is to make them uh, an adult human who can function in the world however that world is to them whether they have needs that make the 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 normal world i'm using bunny ears that nobody on the podcast can see it, you, do you know what i mean whether that's going to be a struggle for them and you have to be putting things in pra- place to help them cope with it or whether you have got a child that doesn't have additional needs but you just need to teach them not to be an asshole I've got three boys and I always think I I used to, when I, before I had kids, I used to long for boys, always wanted boys and was always, I I can't deal. I can't deal with a teenage me. I can't deal with a teenage girl. I can't deal with the sassiness, the back chat, the manipulation, all of that. And I was so smug. And then I thought, bloody hell, I've got three boys that I've got to bring up to respect women to treat women properly to make sure that they are fighting equality as much as I do as much as any woman does they need to be recipro can you hear them little darlings <laughs> yeah, it's just like as if I'm buying okay um okay yeah they're fine they're just trying to come in and it looks like Christmas threw up in my, my office um so I'm very aware that that's things I've got to do. You know, I've got to. And that is a thing you have to do as a parent. And I and I completely, you know, accept some people don't, they like gentle parenting or some people homeschool, homeschooling is not for me. Um, partly because I mentally couldn't do it. I mean, my my mental maths is at a year one. It would be cruel for me to try and teach my children. Um, But I know people who homeschool successfully and it's great and it works for them and it's great for their kids. It's not for everyone. Everything is not for everyone. It's a very difficult thing to do, parenting. It's a very, very difficult path to navigate. Just really don't have time for people who bash other people's stuff. She says, bashing people. But do you know what I mean? Like... My great uncle John uh, was one. It was my, my there was my granny, my mum's mum, and she had three brothers, and um, she was the youngest. And Uncle John got coal in his stocking one year, and even my kids know about that. Whoa, that was my a kids, brave move. My kids are like, oh, but great uncle John got coal in his stocking. If you're not good, if you're not good, and you know, I said to Jim today, because so Ned got his pen license at school today. Jack was star of the week in PE. Jim, my middle, got nothing. And I said, well, you, do you know what? You're Harrod of the day because you came running home to tell daddy about your brother's pen license. You were really excited about your other brother's star of the day in PE. You're really, like, you're so excited and nice about other people's stuff. And that's the best. And then he said, do you know why I'm being nice? Because Father Christmas is coming. And I was like, well, that's not the best reason to be nice, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I just had to say, yeah, I can, I just think, 
I've, 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 I've sort of mulled it over. And the reason why I archived it was because there were so many people on there saying, oh, yeah, I do this. I've done this year, that this year. Oh, I've done that for years. And I thought, well, if they come back and read through the comments and they see people questioning and judging how they parent, it might make someone in a bad place not feel very great. So that's one of the reasons why I archived it. The other reason was it really I think that's also the thing of like, <laughs> you are quite, um, we both talk about being wibbly wobbly, but but we're both quite capable of uh, sticking up for ourselves most of the time. There's definitely going to be areas if you, if, you it chinks in both of our armor where if you say certain things to me about certain subjects, I don't take it very well and I could get upset. And it's probably the same for you. There are certain things that you'll just be like, oh, actually, I can't bite back on that. I find it difficult. Mm. But I just think, God, you you have no idea what people's things are. The number of times I think, especially with like makeup and skincare, where I go online and I'm like, that's wrong. That's wrong. You're, you're telling people false information about skincare. You're using you're doing like bad makeup or do you know what I mean I think these things I scroll on by it's none of my business my thing with makeup is always if it goes on stays on and you like the way it looks you're doing it right it doesn't matter what some teenager on YouTube says mm-hmm. um it's I'm not sitting here saying you know oh, I never feel like that of course I feel like that humans judge each other it's awful but that's what we do but I never say anything because it, a it's none of my business and b I don't know if it took that person 30 weeks to get up the courage to post that post or do you know what I mean you just don't know and I just think yeah you can say oh well Gemma chose to be on Instagram and but it's like you don't choose to have people attacking you I did I had um a few months ago I drove over to my sister's in my mum's car. It was when I broke my wrist. So my mum came to pick me up and we put Jack in the car seat in the back and Magda was a puppy. Yeah, and she, Magda puked on the boy's car seat. And so I had to, we had to wash it and everything and he was asleep. So he was just stayed in the car on a towel while we washed the car seat and everything. And I got some women saying, "Mm, you have to use a car seat don't mean to attack you or something and I was like yeah, I remember the exact words were don't mean to have a pop yeah and I said that's exactly what you mean to do yeah and then she was like I'm really sorry I didn't I, I said that his car seat was being washed we were parked he's asleep and I'm the sort of mum that takes their kids I won't let my kids in the car seat in their coat in case we crash and I know that on the flip side, she'd be like, well, it's better to tell everyone and save someone from making a mistake. But it's just like, God, you, you scrolled through five other photos to get to that photo. You haven't commented on anything else I've ever posted. Um, and actually, she was great because she was like, I didn't realise. I'm really sorry. And lots of people, if uh, after the way I responded, would have just been like, well, fuck you. But she was mm-hmm. like, no, I totally didn't realise. I'm sorry. Which is great. And I really liked the fact that she did that. And I said, great, you know, but I just thought so easy to go. Oh, yeah, I'm going to let it go. But there's so much much babysitting on the Internet. Oh, it. you know what? It drives. This is me. I've got my hands over my face. It drives me 
mad because I know I I predict that what is going to happen is people are going to be so sick of being constantly policed and um, having their opinion or their their way of thinking, which might be different to someone else's, questioned by someone else. That I think it's going to go completely the other way, and people are just going to get really angry and just not tolerate it, which is just going to be awful. Everyone's just going to be really angry all the time. Yeah, I just think, you know, I get taught, I don't really get it anymore. But the thing I used to get on YouTube a lot was like teenagers telling me I was using products wrong. <laughs> and I just sort of think, hey, you're at least 10 years younger than me. Why are you watching me? Also, I'm not, I'm just, I like, I, it, this is my job. I don't come into your office. I've said this so many times. I don't come into your office and tell you how to do your job. Knowing something doesn't make you an expert. But also, also, I really feel I've got off t- topic and we've talked about this before. What I mean, what I want to focus on, though, is what I find really difficult is anyone who is a mum whether you are any kind of mum, any kind of mum, if you adopted your kid when you they were 18, any kind of mum, there is no handbook. You have moments of self-doubt. You have nights lying awake, panicking about your choices and your decisions and your children and what your children are going to be doing when they're 40 and what will happen to your children when you die and all of this nights and I can think of them I can close my eyes now and go to the middle of the night panics in my head with any of my kids crying holding Jack when he was a baby thinking that I'd given him anxiety like why would you if you can see that person in yourself if you can close your eyes and see those moments where you woke up in the morning and didn't know how you were going to get through the day with your baby because you were ill or because you were depressed why do you then think that you can go to any other woman, any other mum, and say anything other than something positive? Because, because they, they think they know better. But this is, I just, and it just will never fail to blow my mind. Because like I, so like, say for example, I'm, because you can buy them in the pound shop, you can buy, or you could a few years ago, elf little elf cams, right? Hmm. You can buy them. So that's like me looking at the pound in the pound shop. I've got some bleach. I've got this and the other. And I'm just I'm just looking at an elf cam and someone coming up to me going, that's bad because you're going to parent your children with fear. And I'd be like, sorry, who the fuck are you? But also, it's so dependent on the child. Like my eldest, if you said to him, and I remember saying, yeah, like I remember saying, like Father Christmas is what who's always watching Father Christmas. Yeah, like that kind of thing doesn't fuss my kids. The last no. thing my kid said to me before he went to sleep the night before he went away with school was, "What happens if I die on PGL?" Like my my nine year old will be like, "What happens when we move to Hampshire and we, you and me and Dad are going on a walk and you both die?" I'm like, "Well, we, you'd probably be dead too because we would have walked into a noxious gas." <laughs> but you can just get my phone and phone auntie or granny or someone. <laughs> but like, that's what he's worried about. 
he's not worried about do you know what I mean? And I know that about my child. Yes. So you may think that saying that there's smoke detectors are Santa's things, uh, parenting with fear. I'm sitting here being like, how do I navigate a child who is obsessed with, with his parents dying? You know, he doesn't give a shit about that. But you could say something, smart ass, that will set him off. Do you know what I mean? And I bet you wouldn't even think about it. Do you, do you know what I mean? You can. There are loads of like drop down dead blah, 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 sayings that you sh- I bet that person wouldn't even think twice about saying in front of a child because they're not. But for my child, that's a problem. Yeah, it's like there's that. I don't know if you have them in where you are. You're part of the world where you become from. Where the part <laughs> of the world where I become from in Cheshire. It's not a Cheshire accent, but like we had. Where's that? You've gone down like, south. I've, got, I've gone like maybe slightly. You've gone Bristol. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where. Well, we maybe Somerset. Called Mother Die. It was a right. weed. It was a colloquial term for it, and the, and it was like if you pick that plant, your mother will die. Oh, you see, that would that that's what I mean. That would fuck him up. Yeah. Good and proper. Exactly. Yeah. So, and like to sum up my little rant, um, it's like me sitting in a restaurant and and we've all been there. I mean, we've all been there. Again, that's not me judging people's parenting choices. This is just me putting it out to the universe that I find this quite annoying. And you know what? I reserve the right to find it quite annoying. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. When you're in a restaurant and you've got kids running around. Yeah, and you're saying to your kids, can you just sit on your bottom? We're in a restaurant. Can you behave yourself? And then you've got some parent and it's like, um, Theodore, don't, don't, don't bang. Don't do that, darling. Darling, darling, please don't bash your brother over the head. No, it makes him really sad. And like the people are like, are like, I've come out. And that's (laughs) another thing. Like we did talk about this last week where nobody could hear it um because you'd gone to lapland and i was saying yeah the thing that i always think is that for someone that could be the dinner that they've saved up for that is this massive treat Mm -hmm. that they've waited for forever and your kid is driving them mad yeah and yeah, I'm exactly the same. Because also my kids would be like, but they're doing it. And then you have to be that parent that goes, I don't care if they're doing it. You're I don't right. care. If, if they jumped off a cliff, would you? <laughs> yeah. Also my kids, at the, at the moment, partly because there's three of them, but also I don't, I, like my kids also are like, they, they've all got an iPad. And I'm like, no. If I was going out for dinner, no, because they're old enough now. But yeah, I'm like, you have to sit on your, you have to be bored. I'm sorry. We've, it's, it's a rite of passage. We've all done it. Maybe make some conversation that's not about a TV program you just watched. <laughs> that we know about. But yeah, I'm totally with you. But the thing is, is that this is what I mean. We all judge. It's a human nature not to judge. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. When I find myself thinking a negative thought about someone, I try and either wonder why it's negative and see what's about me that's the problem or I try and think about the situation so if it was kids running around in a restaurant and it was driving me bonkers I'd be like maybe they have had it up to the eyeballs at home all day they just can't face cooking and their kids are a nightmare and this is keeping them sane 
Do you know what I mean? I try and do that or I try and, but, but it's, it is human nature, but the way that you respond to it is entirely your own decision. You can't just, you cannot change what other people are doing. You cannot have anything to do with how people react to things. You cannot have anything to do with how people behave, but you can have complete and absolute control over your response to stuff. And if, you, unless you see someone telling you that the best thing to do with your kids for their cough is to gargle them with bleach, which if they say, you know, by all means, step in then. But like, unless you see something that is actually detrimental to someone's health, and by that I mean properly detrimental, not like, oh, well, actually some people are allergic to plugs and therefore you showing a plug in your picture is, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's, then if I'm all for it, like we've had that with mixing of chemicals in the Facebook group, which is something that before, because I, Gemma, Gemma comes from organizational cleaning knowledge. I come from absolute chaos and destruction. <laughs> with no knowledge of, like I clean with, cleaning products now I clean with with soap and water but like so when loads of stuff kicked off about people using stuff on their mattresses and and oh god had such a nightmare with people being blue lighted to hospital and you know we were having to to tell people safety precautions on stuff it got so bad I was coming from the perspective where you and the mods would be like I'm pretty sure that we've had that this is not okay and this is why and I'd be like what I have no idea it got so bad at one point that um the Zooflora PR team head office had to issue a statement in support of what I was saying to back us up (laughs) yeah you had to do a live I mean I just (laughs) and 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 I was also you know I then stood amazed at how someone said that they had never cleaned their skirting boards before which is something that I've never done never cleaned a skirting board uh don't think I ever will as well but someone said that and other people not 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 Thomas but they were saying that they should kill themselves I mean no, oh, that was awful. What? What? I just don't get, and I do think it is a, a back to moaning about the internet. But I do think it is that problem of like you're invincible on the internet. Do you know where I'm going to segue into something? Because I was just laughing because I remembered something that happened again last week, um, <clears throat> um, where people also think they're invincible is in a car. Oh. <laughs> so did I told you this? You did tell us last week and they wouldn't have heard. So tell us again. So I was in B&Q car park and Thomas was in the the passenger seat with me. Thomas is the most level-headed person you will ever meet. He never, he never angers. He's just, even as a teenager, he doesn't, he has not, he's never had an emotional outburst. He's always been very. It's, it's it's incredible. I, 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 I take my hat off to him. Anyway, so I was at a T-junction in the car park and this elderly gentleman um, decided that he wasn't going to let me go. What he was going to do is he wanted to turn right into the T-junction. So he had to go past me and turn right. But it, but there really wasn't enough room for him to do that. 
because there wasn't enough room in the lane. So yeah. what he wanted, he wanted to be really dramatic about it. So he did a quite, you know, he did it really slowly, a big meal out of it, and then pulled up next to my car, um, facing the opposite way to me. And I'm in my boiler suit. And Tom goes, no. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm going to go. He's like, no, 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 don't. And then this guy wound his car down. So I was like, he started it. So we, that officially means that I am now have permission. I'm so finishing I'm, it. So I wound down my window. And Thomas, this is why it's so funny. Thomas said it was the most British piece of road rage ever. Because this old guy goes in a really passive aggressive way through bad teeth. Good afternoon. And I said to him, could you not have waited? Could you not have waited until I turn right? It would have been five seconds. No. And as you can see, you are slightly over the yellow, um, the white line in the middle of the carriageway. So I just thought, oh, for fucking getting anywhere with this. I went, have a good day. God bless. Like that. <laughs> he went, and you, bye. Like that. Like you. So British. If if you say that's the thing, if you say something like that to a British person, we auto it's automatically like if, respond in a flight. We will automatically respond. Also, <laughs> if you are having an argument with someone, then you accidentally knock them, they will say sorry. Great, thanks. You apologize. It's like no, just accidentally nudged me, and my automatic response when someone nudges into me is to go sorry, sorry. Um. <laughs> Tom thought it was hilarious. In fact, he had to turn away from me and look out the passenger window because he was pissing himself laughing. Oh, God. I was like, don't stick up for your mum, Tom. Don't worry about don't it. Don't you like... worry, all <laughs> six foot 12 of you. He was like, you had it. You had it, Tom. You had it down. <laughs> you were fine. Um, oh, I just dropped something on the floor. Oh, God. Um, yeah, that was funny. That's probably the highlight of my week, actually, that. It was fun. <laughs> You've got a bit of a... I... Um, I had another opinion. Yeah, so my to sum up though, that you, I mean, there are certain there are certain old men who are always going to think that women a shouldn't be allowed behind the wheel of a car, but also any woman who is behind the wheel of a car is shit, mm. and there's not a lot we can do about them. No, but I do think that women need to be a bit better about supporting other women on the internet do you know what i mean i thought you were going to say on the roads on the road no i'm not the best i'm not the best behind the wheel i'm quick to anger behind the yeah, wheel i do think i do look, i just i just i do strongly think that people and how do i say this without sounding weird but there are a lot of really good causes that people should absolutely be trying to change people's opinions on, trying to show people a different perspective, all sorts, right? Yeah. We all know what they are. We could all list them. But then people, but then there are things that people get excited about that really aren't that important. And I think those instances dilute the important stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like people Absolutely. getting their knickers in a twist about something. There's so much noise and so many people are being cancelled over silly things and like things that really, you know, it's obvious they didn't mean it like that or something. That's the thing with, um, if you get, uh, it's the thing. So I'm all pro eating um, less meat and eating 
meat that you know where it's come from all of that get get your own chickens eat their eggs your chickens are not in distress they're laying eggs happy chickens lay eggs yeah as a chicken lady yourself mm-hmm. when your girls are happy they're laying eggs right yeah. and I, so i get i get and i'm not, this is not going to i don't want to have a huge conversation with a laundrette who's a vegan but my point is is i have i have lots of friends who are vegan who are literally like and i have a friend who's a vegetarian who will be like can you just scrape the bacon off you know she's she's been a vegetarian since she was 15 she's now 45 but she's not going to make a huge fuss and that's great but as soon as you get someone who's like that cow died and you are wearing it it makes you just go do you know i just now i just want to eat a whole herd it just do you know what i mean and it's that thing of like you don't get people on board with things by being a a bolshy twat you're better to go what it's that whole thing of like meat free monday mm. and i think it's the same if you're going to be all it's like sales I, there's one thing i know it's sales <laughs> if you're trying to get people to do something or to follow a cause or to believe in something that you believe in you have to treat it like sales which is sounds terrible but the rule of sales is basically people have to see something eight times. I thought it was seven. Well, maybe that's why I'm not very good at sales. <laughs> I think it's gone up to eight, but it's seven or eight times. <laughs> it's gone up. Oh, my God. It's gone up because everyone's buying stuff on the internet. Right. Um, but it's seven or eight times. Yeah. Um, there's this really interesting statistic that I can't remember, but it's something like 10% of people will buy things on the first time of trying. 20% of salespeople will give up on the first time of trying. Um 80% of people will buy things on the seventh time of trying and 2% of salespeople will keep going for the seventh or whatever. There's some, but it's the same. It's not about going, if you're not a vegan, you're killing the animals and you're killing the planet and you're going to, you're awful. And blah, blah, blah. it's just about being like, why not try meat free Mondays? Oh, this recipe is really delicious and easy to make. And it costs two pounds. Positive. Yeah. And it's just like, make it so fucking easy for everyone. That Because part of the reason that I don't, I'm a really fussy eater and I'm not great with vegetables. So part of the reason that I'm such a meat eater, which I'm not really, but like, I definitely eat meat, is that I'm very, I, I'm, I, I get flummoxed by sort of, everyone's like, oh, have a vegetable lasagna. And I'm like, ugh, ugh. But then, um, someone I found a very good sweet potato curry and now I eat that all the time and it's delicious and it doesn't at any point do I miss meat in it absolutely not but yeah I think if you have a cause if you're really passionate about something or even if you feel desperate need to say to someone I really find it suspicious to tell your kids that Santa's watching through the smoke alarms you're much more likely to convince people of your way of thinking if you go, oh, actually, I find this a bit uncomfortable. Does anyone, do you know what I mean? Rather than being like, wow. Or saying, we don't do that. What we do is this. Yeah, but also, 
Yeah. I'm my I, and I think you just also have to respect that some parents. Yep, it doesn't. It's not for me. But some parents are just going to reward their kids, whether they like. If if I say to my children, if you don't have a clean plate, you're not having pudding, and two of them have a clean plate, one of them doesn't get pudding. Do you know what I mean? If you don't have a clean plate, and I've said you need a clean plate, or you don't yeah, get it, you pudding. absolutely have to follow through on what you say. You're yeah, one of parenting. Yeah. But some people are uncomfortable with that. And that is absolutely fine. I don't agree with it, but it's absolutely fine. But if I see them doing it on the internet, there's absolutely no way I'm going to go into their comments and go, you're just teaching your child that there are no consequences for any of their behavior. Mm-hmm. Because it's none of my fucking business. And I don't know that that's just how they get through parenting or that their child has got needs that mean they can't have those things that I do. Do you know what I mean? I just find it very... I agree, I agree with you, Chippy. I See, I agree. I yeah. agree. I was just like... <sighs> but also, I just think it's so... It made me think... I don't really go on Twitter. Twitter's where I go. So uh, Twitter was my first social media platform. Um, I'm too and... for, I used to be... When it was very small character, yeah. I was too verbose for it. I, I was that was the whole fun of it. Um... <laughs> But, and I met some really lovely people through Twitter. Um, And it was funny and it was clever. And because it was to do with words, it didn't appeal to everyone. Yeah. In a way that originally I didn't think I could do Instagram because it it involved people being quite good with their photos. Mm. Do, Do you know what I mean? Successful people were good with their photos, whereas now... It's less so. It's less so. It's no longer a photo sharing app. No. And it's, and so I went on Twitter and I was looking through my old tweets and Twitter's where I go when my kids say something funny or my nephew says something funny. It's where I put, put it on Twitter. And I was just reading back and it was making me howl with laughter. And I really missed it. I missed when you could go on there and now Mm. everything is just it's no fun it's no fun it's no fun if you can't say a joke because someone is going to be offended that's no way to live and if you're offended by my humor which i'm my, with my humor fairly sure at least 50 percent of laundrettes once i got cracking would be absolutely offended and that's fine luckily we're not a comedy podcast but um <laughs> but like you just unfollow you don't have to follow that person but making someone laugh is like I did we had this stupid PTA bags it's not stupid it's great we did bags to schools if you're in the PTA or work with the school it's a really good way to raise money for the school you get all your everybody takes home a bag you fill it with old clothes usable nice clothes instead of going to the charity shop and they get weighed and they pay you per weight of the clothes so it's great but because school was closed they all had to get dropped at my house so I was out front of my house with another mum at 9am and this mum I'm gonna be I'm really genuinely we've only started being friends in the last eight months or so she makes me howl with laughter I'd cried all my makeup off and I messaged her and said <laughs> it's 10 35 and I've cried all my makeup off because I I mean I just laughed so much and I thought I my Monday was shocking. My Monday was awful. I sat on the sofa like I like I had shell shock by about 
eight o'clock. Don't want to offend any military people. Michelle Shock reference. Um, but, and I was like, thank God that my first hour and a half of the day was cry- laughing so much that my tummy hurt. Do you know what I mean? That was a gift, a gift in my day. And I always think, God, you have to police something that might make someone absolutely, there's nothing better than laughing. Nothing, especially during these awful, like, are we in, are we out? Are we ill, are we not? Have we got a PCR? Like, I, I had to do a PCR test on my child on Monday and I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to test him for anything again that involves going up his nose. Like he's, it's just not happening. He cried on my lap for over an hour afterwards. So it's just not happening. So I was like, uh, is there a problem? Do I need to, we need to, I need to bring this up with the educational psychologist. What happens if we go somewhere and it needs a PCR because I don't see that this happening again. Although he very cleverly said, mom, why didn't you do this to me when I was asleep? And I was like, bloody genius of a child so I might um but yeah I just feel like I, it, it being made to laugh like that is it it was truly if she she's not a laundrette but if she was she would be like what Ooh, it just wasn't that much of a big deal but for me it was a complete highlight of the week because I've just some people just like to and, and some people just like to cause drama as well some people do like I love that thing of like just because they're putting on a performance doesn't mean you have to watch yeah. like it doesn't mean you have to attend yeah I didn't and I and I do it. get that but yeah. I just think god don't take away someone's like I saw your smoke alarm thing and I did do a laugh I lolled huh was it like a huh? yeah I was, yeah exactly yeah huh? doesn't need that <laughs> I just huh? that's what I don't get it's like oh sorry it was actually a childminder that told me a couple of years ago she because it because it was blinking yeah and she was like oh elf comes on i was like oh oh my god i mean how genius also god parenting is such a bloody serious business if you can't wind the little buggers up sometimes Oh, the best thing that i ever didn't go through billions of like weeks of labor in total the best like, joke that I ever played on Tom and Johnny was um, it was April Fool's and they were off for the Easter holidays. So the April Fool that I played on them was school have phoned. You're all going back early. Oh, right? amazing. They got in their uniform. <gasps> I mean, we went the whole way. Right? <laughs> I've got a picture of it on my personal Facebook. <laughs> they didn't speak to me for like an hour or two hours afterwards. And they only came back to me when they were like really hungry. And like, so they got in the uniform and I was like, come on boys, come on. No, I know, no, well, it's back to school. We have got to go. We've got to go, come on. Old. And then they were just, literally just about to go out the door. I was like, ah, April Fool. Oh, Mom, I hate you. <laughs> That's a really good one. But it has to fall in the Easter holidays. I don't think I've ever successfully April fooled anyone. Oh, the dog wants a fox. Um, I'm hoping there are fewer foxes in the country, which I know sounds counterintuitive. But London is fox city, heaving with foxes. What's been your positive of the week? Chip, 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 chip. I had a really nice day today. I had a really nice day today. Today was my day, which is why we're recording later than normal. Although then swanky pants went out. 
Um, I went to High Street Kensington for those non-Londoners. I really like High Street Kensington. It's just quite a nice... I don't know. It's just got a nice atmosphere. Went there. I went to a shop. I went to pick up some makeup from a pro makeup shop. I'm not going to name it, but if you're a makeup artist, you'll know which one it is. Um, and I was with my friend who's got officially crispy lungs. I can't remember what it's called, but she had whooping cough uh, when she was a baby. And now she has too much fluid or not enough. Anyway, something with the lungs. So she's a, the most vaccinated person I know. She, B, she's had COVID and she's she's exempt from wearing a mask. Can't wear a mask. And we went into the shop and then she, the woman was like, can you put your mask on? And I had my mask on and she was like, I'm exempt. And she showed them the exemption thing and they were like, well, you can't come in. And I was like, and if I hadn't ordered something online to pick up, I would have just been like, oh, well, then I'm not shopping in here. And I know that, and I'm all, I like, I wear my mask. I'm very pro. I, I don't care, by the way, about other people's opinions about wearing masks. You don't have to wear one if it really bothers you that much to have some fabric on your face. Um, but I'm a bit like, no, no, she doesn't. She's exempt from wearing one. You're wearing one. I'm wearing one. She and I are both very vaccinated. We're the only people in your shop. No, sorry. I really disapproved of that. But anyway, so then we went and spent our money in Space NK instead. Uh, and then I went another friend and we went to a Christmas fair in Kings in the Kings Road. N- another classic London place where I always feel like the absolute poorest person in the world. Everyone there is wearing like. Mm. The first shop you see when you come out is Ralph Lauren. Mm. Anyway, so the, in the town hall, there's this really cool Christmas fair that I go to every year. My friend has a stand there and she it's like a village hall. Christmas fair, but in London. So I went there with my friend Harriet um, and we had a really nice time. And then I came back and my husband and I had takeaway for lunch because then we forgot that we're going on a date night. So I just... I'm trying to, I've been learning in my, through my coaching thing to think about energy, not time. And I think it's really pertinent because you and I definitely in our businesses went through the phase of busy. And I think it, especially for mums, I think busy means successful or you've got to be busy. That means everything's good do you know what I mean and instead you need to be thinking about where you're spending your energy not your time so I've just been trying to not this is going on sorry they're not trying to work because I'm overthinking everything and I'm constantly like three days ahead yeah and and I'm like I haven't packed haven't packed any boxes got to pack boxes what happens if this doesn't happen there's no point that doesn't thinking like that doesn't pack the boxes so instead, I'm trying to focus my energy. So I was like, I'm with Harriet. I'm spending time with her. I'm do- at the fair. I'm fully. So that today was my highlight. What was your positive of the week, Gemma? Um, so Tom and Johnny had their COVID vaccine yesterday. Did they? Oh, they had their flu and COVID on the same day at the same time how are they today fine they just got yeah. a little achy arm 
basically aching um, Did they make the decision themselves? Oh, we had such a grown up conversation about it. Yeah, so we got the letter and I was like, so obviously Tom's had COVID. Yeah. Um, and they recommend that um, as a child, they, oh, I don't know if it's true for adults or for just kids, but they had to wait 12 weeks and he was 12 weeks and one day over. So he was he could have it. Um, so we, they said to me, um, what do you think? Do you think we should have the vaccine, mom? And I said, well, it's not really up to me, but you know that I've had mine. Yeah. And they were like, okay. Then they were like, they both, I knew that they would have both wanted it anyway, but, but, um, so they both had that. And then this isn't really a positive. And then the same day yesterday, Johnny, you know how you, which one of your kids had that tooth taken out? Oh yeah. 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 Ned. Yeah. Yeah. So Johnny, uh, Johnny's dentist, um, um, had canceled and canceled and canceled appointments. Like he over, like it just, he hadn't seen the dentist cause they kept canceling on him. Yeah. Um, so I took him to see my private dentist out of desperation. Anyway, it turned out he had a, an extra tooth like behind his bottom row. Yeah. Kid has, has he ever had other weird tooth things? Because my dentist said, oh, if they have that, then it, it's possible they have, they'll have other extra teeth along the way. Oh, and no, had, had another extra. So Already. his baby, so his baby tooth had just not fallen out, and his adult tooth had just grown, yeah, grown around it. So the the dentist was like, oh, oh, we need to take that out. So it was his appointment yesterday. Did so, he get gas in it? No. What? No, just an injection. Oh, tough as nails. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Is it? Is your middle child the least brave one? He's the most sensitive one. My middle child thinks he's the bravest. But he's the most But sensitive. literally, like, I remember Joe, the only time Joe's ever taken any of our kids to the doctor, I double booked to do something. So Joe had to take Jim for his, like, three-year boosters. And he came back and he was like, Jim's been really brave. And I went, really? And he was going, he was shaking his head and he was like, yes. So yeah, like he screamed the bloody doctors down. Really brave. Oh my god, the poor kid had COVID vaccine, flu. He had a cooking exam, and then after school, he had his extraction. <laughs> the old tooth out. And as she pulled out, he just went, "Oh!" oh. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, all done." She's like, "All done." And I'm driving home. I turn around, and he was just like. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're pulling the car over now. Oh, and the no. poor thing had to like eat his burger and chips with a knife and fork because his mouth was still numb. Um, so my positive of the week is yesterday's over. Yesterday is over. <laughs> we're creeping towards the end of term. Yeah. Oh, it's and so weird. Do you know what? Piles weird... in the kitchen. We've tiled the kitchen floor. Oh, that is. I thought you said I've got piles in the kitchen. No. It's like too much info. <laughs> um. I've just realised that I'm really like, oh, I, can't, I just can't wait for the end of term. I can't wait for it to be over. But then quite a lot of the time, I'm like, I can't wait for them to be in school. <laughs> What's that about? So no, Jiffy. It's like the balance of actually having to get them into school, breakfast, homework. That's a big thing. But also Christmas holidays is like a holiday for everyone. Yeah. 
Whereas all the other holidays, you're like, it's great that you're having a lovely summer holiday. I've still got to work, do all the shopping. Yeah. Whereas at Christmas, my fate, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm my favorite bit, my favorite bit betwixt Christmas. The bit in between Christmas and New Year. I cannot wait. No, my favorite bit is quite niche. It's Christmas Eve morning before oh, really? 12. Why? What happens in the Bray household to make it such a. Because it's Christmas Eve, but it's not Christmas Eve, right? So you're like, you're like, you're there. And it's like the anticipation. (laughs) I can't even say it. Anticipation that you know that the sun is going to start setting soon. It's going to start going dark. And then the next 24 hours are going to be. And also by then, it's a bit like, because I see a lot of brides, obviously, because of doing makeup and stuff and I always get brides in the chair being like and then and then I'm like there's nothing you there's nothing for you to do by the time you're sitting in my chair really like you're in it you're in it there's nothing for you to do no one's expecting anything of you you're the bride you, you need to be getting ready that's it and it's the same with Christmas it's like hopefully except for my husband who like it about five o'clock on Christmas Eve will go. I've I've just got to go up. Have you got any paper? And I've said to him, I come from, he comes from a really unfestive family. And I come from like, my dad would cry as we decorated the Christmas tree. Best time of year, like really festive. And I'm like, you just ruin it when at 11 o'clock on Christmas Eve and I'm trying to go to bed and you're like, yeah, my just that. Just going, don't come in, don't come in the bedroom. Don't, don't. It's 10.30 on Christmas. What are you talking about? They're going to be in in our room in two hours. (sighs) Yeah, it's so unfestive. Any male laundrettes who feel like all female laundrettes. Wrap as you go. Can you? Wrap as you go. Wrap as you go. Or every time you listen to a live laundry podcast between now and Christmas. Wrap a couple. Wrap a couple. Yeah. Wrap wrap up. Just think, right. I'm going to, today's going to be Gemma and Shippy's present that I'm going to wrap. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye.